When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my loves. How are you doing today? Hope that you're feeling good. Hope that you have had a good day so far, a good week. I know the energy has been kind of heavy lately. That's at least what I'm hearing a lot um, on Instagram and stuff and on threads. Uh, so if it's been kind of a rough patch for you, if you found yourself in some conflicts or challenges or difficult conversations, just know that even the difficult stuff is temporary. Even the good stuff is temporary, right? That's just how life is, kind of like an up and down roller coaster. But we're grounded in our self-worth, which reminds us that we got this, we can do this. And everything we go through is just an opportunity for us to awaken more deeply to our self-worth, to the truth of who we are. So don't forget that, okay? And I've had a kind of heavy couple weeks too, so I'm right there with you. All right, so today's question is about difficulty in a relationship, especially when you're raising a family, considering leaving, but it being difficult to do that. How do you navigate these really, really big decisions in your life that feel overwhelming? And sometimes we find ourselves at this, in these positions in our life where we have to make these big decisions and it's scary because the future is unknown and it, it's sometimes really hard to know what to do. And I really, I really commend this listener for sending in this question because it's very vulnerable, very honest and very brave. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hi, Bunny. Thank you for your work and all the thoughtful answers you give to us. I have a question as I am really, really lost. I'm in a relationship since three years where we have a two-year-old child together. 
It's been some really hard years as the child was not planned and I could not go through with the abortion and all happened during COVID where I was very isolated being pregnant. But I want to say my child is so loved and cherished now that they are here. I can't imagine having my life without them and I think I'm a good and present parent. Still, it's been very intense having a child with someone who I figured out might not be the best partner for me. I say this because we have grown and gotten to know each other. We have very different ideas of how to process life and talk about our paths and dreams. They have been emotionally abusive and deal with reactive behavior a lot of times, but are also struggling and have done a lot of work becoming sober right before I got pregnant. I see their effort, but still it's like we have a very different way of thinking what life can be and how to work towards it. Also, we keep fighting and I can't see how it will stop because we are just so different in how we communicate and approach relationships. I have PTSD that has been really aggravated the last years. We come from different states and I work with very unsteady professions that demand me moving around. Not having my partner in on my way of life would mean an even bigger turmoil would start as my professional life would also crumble. I don't know, I want the best for my kid, but I can tell that that entails being true to myself and being grounded along with material stability. If we break up, we have to figure out where to live and that will also be such a big thing. I am so lost and have no idea how to look at our situation anymore. I am queer and open to polyamory, but haven't experienced it before. And as we are so exhausted right now, I'm afraid it's not the best time to explore. I have love for my partner, but the harm they have done has made me very guarded and I'm not sure I want to open my heart to them again. Please, dear Bunny, your thoughts and perspective would be so helpful. Hi, sweetheart. I'm so sorry that this has been hard for you. I can hear the distress in your writing and the overwhelm it has caused. It makes sense to feel unsure of what the right path is considering you're in a situation that is still very new to you being a parent and a relationship where you're still getting to know a lot about each other. Even though you've been together for three years, raising a kid together brings out a lot of stuff in a person. It brings up childhood wounds, It brings up what your values might be, how they might be different, priorities might be different. And on top of that, just the daily stress of taking care of a child together can really take its toll on both of you. First, I want to say that you should be really proud of yourself for having so much love for your kid, for being pregnant during a pandemic, which must have been so hard and isolating, and for doing always what you think is best. I also think you have a lot of compassion and care for your partner, which is a testament to how big your heart is. A lot of times when I hear people 
being in unhealthy or toxic or unhappy relationships and choosing to stay because the idea of leaving just seems harder, I always want to remind them that it feels harder to leave because it's different than what is comfortable to them now. Difficult is not the same as different. Difficult is staying in an emotionally abusive relationship. Difficult is feeling trapped in a situation where you're unhappy. Difficult is feeling harmed by your partner and unsafe and emotionally in your own home. Difficult is not having the space to continue your own healing because you're just trying to recover from the arguments, the fights, or just trying to get through the day. It's very hard to imagine seeing a path out of something when you're so entrenched. But the further you stay, the more you get used to those difficulties until you actually think it's easier to do that. I'm not saying this because I think you should definitely leave. I'm saying this because in your email, you seem to really want to and know deep in your heart that you should. And I want to affirm that feeling. I want to validate that intuition. And I want to remind you that you have endured a lot. You're very strong. You're very capable. You are intelligent. You are creative. You are powerful. You can find a path out of this. Does it look like asking for help from family and or friends, from staying with somebody temporarily? Does it look like a different career path or job option that you haven't thought of before? Does it look like your partner moving out rather than you? My point is that whatever challenges breaking up will present to you, you will adapt and you will eventually thrive. I'm not sure if it's available to you, but seeing a couple's therapist even if you plan to break up, could be really beneficial as you navigate co-parenting together. Remember, the best thing you can do is be an example of love and self-acceptance. The best way you can care for your child is when you care for yourself. I don't want to sit here and claim I know the best way to to parent because I don't. I don't have children and I'm not going to sit here and act like I know exactly what you're going through. But I do know the emotional turmoil it takes on a child to witness stress and strife and fighting between parents. I remember being in bed at night when I was little and listening to my parents fight and wanting to just run in there and scream at them to stop, although I never did because I was terrified of them. I grew up in a home where money was not consistent, but as a child, what was much harder than some days coming home from school and the electricity being off or not being able to afford, you know, the the dues at school was the unhappiness I often witnessed in my parents, especially my mom. All I wanted was her to be happy. All I wanted was to see her smile. That's such a deep memory in my body, such a deep, um, such a deep wound. And on the days that she was happy, on the days that she was smiling, it changed everything for us, for me and my sisters. Your happiness is so important, not only to you, but everyone who loves you. Being in an unknown space 
is uneasy. Not knowing what the future holds for you is destabilizing. I have this meme on Instagram where I, where it says, me, I'm lost. Higher self, you're not lost, you're evolving. When we are in a time of serious growth, it is destabilizing. But we have to trust ourselves, have faith in ourselves, trust our higher selves to know that even though things are hard, we can do this. And on the other side of it, we'll be like, wow, I did that. I did the hard thing. Truthfully, the future is always unknown. I mean, that's just the reality. We're only ever in the present moment. So as much as we try to control what happens in the future, we don't have very much control over what happens in the future. And being in an unknown space and learning how to cultivate faith in yourself and faith that no matter what is presented to you, that you will adapt and that love is going to empower you and your self-worth will empower you to take each step forward is a skill that we're all trying to build, that we all need to build in life. You know, sometimes it's hard because I think Organized religion has really co-opted this, this term faith. So I don't use it that much on this podcast because I know a lot of words can be triggering to people, especially if they've had, you know, difficult relationships with certain words. Um, but faith is such a huge part of our spiritual, emotional healing. Faith in ourselves, faith in the love within us, faith in the wisdom that that love has given us, our natural wisdom of love that we are born with. You know, the the layers of our conditioning, the layers of our trauma have covered up in so many ways our inner power, our inner strength. And as we peel back these layers, as we bring them more into awareness, as they become less part of who we are and just kind of things that we need to manage or let go of, we hone into that that warrior strength, that warrior of love within us that that can it keep encouraging us with care, with compassion, that that tells us, you got this because you know what? You're so worthy of this. That's that higher self voice. And it's funny because when people have children or when people give birth to children, I'm always just in so much awe of the strength of the transform, transform, transformation of that, of the wild magic of that, the power of that. Um, yeah, you know, you've, you've done some really, really hard things and you're really, really amazing. So please lean on any other kinds of support, your friends, your family, even if that is feels challenging, you know, do what you need to do to set yourself up for um, the life that you want and what brings you peace and joy and happiness because that's what you deserve. I am sending you so much love. I'm excited for your future. Wishing you and your family health and happiness. Take care. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know, there's some days I wake up and I'm just like, how am I going to be able to get through this? How am I going to be able to do this? This feels really, really hard. And then I remember, like, even if the answer isn't clear right now, I have faith that love is going to guide me to the next step and just keep my heart open and know that, like, I'm loved and held by something greater than myself that we all are and that everything the universe wants for us is to is to be continually unfolding and blossoming into ourselves and that's just such a beautiful thing you know flowers are here to blossom and so are we all right babes take care of yourself have an amazing weekend do something fun um do something nice for yourself tell all your loved ones that they're amazing remind them of their higher self you know keep spreading the 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 joy I love you so much. So does your higher self. I'll see you next week. Bye.